0: Hello and welcome to the Scouting Report from the Bradley Scout, recapping and reviewing all the recent action on the Hilltop. I'm Rodrigo Perez, and this week we have men's basketball at UAB, women's basketball at Kansas City, a recap of last weekend's volleyball action, and some exclusive Duke Dean content. You're listening to the Scouting Report. Bradley men's basketball had a thrilling road game against UAB, one that went to overtime after the Braves led the Blazers by 16 points after the first half. Brian Wardle's men eventually took down UAB with a final score of 73-71 to and one of Darius Hanna's biggest plays. Joining me to discuss this is one of our sports co-editors, Mason Clem. Mason, I know it's a cliche, tale mm. of two halves, yes, but this game was definitely a tale of two halves. Yeah, it was. Um, real quick, what was working for the Braves in the first half and... Why wasn't it working for that second half?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing was UAB's defense. You know, they had this trap defense that they were, they were uh, instituting um, in the half court. And in the first half, the Braves, you know, they were zipping the ball around. They were getting out of the press. Uh, they were they were beating it really well. Uh, but then when the second half hit, the the Blazers got a, a lot more aggressive. Uh, they really trapped the, the Braves a lot. Um, I think there was a point where Bradley went over 10 minutes without scoring a field goal, and that was all due to UAB's defense and the long arms and some bad passes that that came out of that that, that good UAB defense. UAB, definitely a very defensive
0: team, and you were there at the St. Ambrose exhibition that happened, and I know we shouldn't really be comparing exhibitions and actual regular season games,
1: Mm -hmm. but compared to that one, what did you see different? Well, I think different was uh, the Braves... They showed a lot of poise, I think. It, it was it was obviously a different game because they were down against UAB, whereas against St. Ambrose, they were leading the whole time. So they kind of let their foot off the gas a little bit, maybe let St. Ambrose get back in it. That's why the score ended up being so close. But in this one, they really had to fight and battle and claw their way back after already being up in the first place. So I think sh- their poise that they showed and their drive and their competitiveness that they showed um, was really impressive. Uh, they also shot a lot of threes, which is very similar to what they did against St. Ambrose, but I think that's something that we're going to see a lot from the Braves going forward, is them putting up a lot of threes, making a lot of threes, and that's kind of kind of going to be their identity uh, to whether they win or lose these games.
0: Yeah, well, that's one of the things that I got out of this game, was just the resilience of the Braves' side, to be able to have that those bad 10 minutes, and then just be able to kind of uh, recuperate from that, mm-hmm. and go on and win the game, ultimately. Um, you uh, actually interviewed Brian Wardle after the game, what were some of the things that he was talking about during that press?
1: Yeah, well, the main things was he was he was very proud of his team. You know, even though they they blew that lead and and they almost they almost end up losing, um, he was very proud of them for pulling it out. You know, like we talked about, keeping that uh, that resilience and that poise. That was actually one of the two things he he wrote on the whiteboard before the game was pride and poise, and that was something that he touched on, something that um, Darius Hannah touched on when I talked to him after the game. Uh, so it was something they definitely took pride in and something that they, they really wanted to go after for the game. And it showed because, like I said, they, they were resilient. Uh, they fell behind, but um, they got back up. They kept it going, and, and Hannah ended up being that, that hero for them and making that game-winning floater to, to win this game against UAB.
0: Bradley won a close one against UAB. If you want that full story, make sure to check out Mason's recap on the scouts' website, you can catch the Braves in their Saturday home opener at Carver Arena this weekend against Utah State at 7 p.m. On the woman's side of things, they kept it close, losing 73 66 against the Kansas City Ruse in an early 11 a.m. game on Monday. In her in their first game as a Brave, junior Kaylin Nelson dropped 31 points against the Ruse, while Alex Rouse contributed 11 points, going 4 for 9 from the field. Our contributor Latif Love covered this one, and he joins me now. Latif, what does this opener tell you about this team?
2: Um, it tells me that they're going to build identity based around defense. Um, that was something when I talked to Coach Popovic before the you know the season. She said they wanted to build the team around defense. That's something they're really focusing on. Um, they were really good in this game defensively. The real problem in this game was closing out those defensive possessions. They let up a lot of offense rebounds, a lot of second-chance points, and something that's really she really touched on when I spoke to her after the game. Um, so that's really what I took away from it. Is that the way to go for Papa Vigas?
0: We, well, we know she's from Northwestern, so she's got that defensive mindset. Do you see that
2: as the way to go? I do. Honestly, I, I do. Because, one, on the offense end, they don't have much size in the interior. And then they still have – they have a collection of offensive talent, but they still got a mesh. So especially early on in the season, I think um, it's going to be best for them to, to use that defensive identity. If they're going to get into games where they allow 73 points uh, every night, they won't be able to win games because they're not going to be able to keep up on the offensive end. Kalen uh, Nelson had, had 31 points in her debut, nearly half of the points for the Braves. So it's going to take a lot more of – uh, everybody cheap, chipping in can't be a one person scoring a lot. But as far as defensive identity, I do think that's the way to go because they have some offensive talent, but it's young. They have a lot of freshmen coming in. Um, they have some returners, but not the best offensive players. If they can build that defensive identity, they can make a lot of games closer and um, they can hopefully get some more conference wins this year.
0: Yeah, you touched on the freshmen. The Braves definitely brought in quite a few this season. Um, did any of them stand out to you in this first season? regular season game?
2: Um, they didn't get a lot of production from people coming off the bench, uh, but they did. I think they played well defensively a little bit. Uh, one person I think that's going to send out this entire season is uh, Claire McDougal. She's from Washington, was a first team um, all-conference um, in her conference. So I think she'll have a vital role uh, this this season. Um, Coach Pop is going to put whoever is playing well out there. So not necessarily in this game, but I think going forward, that's to be someone – who, who will stand up. Claire McDougal a
0: name to look out for as the season goes along. And make sure to check out the full recap by Latif on the Scouts' website. And if you want a personal look at Kate Papagos' team, they play their home opener Sunday the 12th at 2 p.m. at Renaissance Coliseum. Now let's talk some volleyball. As Bradley volleyball season continues to wind down, the Braves fell to the Valparaiso Beacons and the UIC Flames last weekend. Against Valpo, the Braves took the first two sets but were unable to close out the game as they fell in the fifth set to a score of 15-12. It wouldn't get any better against the Flames as they dropped all three of those sets. I've got one of our younger contributors now, Gabriel Holoka. And Gabe, Bradley has struggled to close out games this season and as was the yep. case against Valpo. Yep.
3: Why do you think this keeps happening to the Braves? I think, a lot of, I think a lot of the reason why is because they've had a lot of injuries throughout the season. A lot of key players have been out um, from the beginning of the season, the middle of the season, all around, just throughout the season, and it's been hard for them to get over that hurdle. I also think that a part of it also is just it's, it's a mental block, too. When it happens once, it's a rolling effect. It's a snowball. Um, when it happens once, you can't close out a game the first time. It gets in your head, and you just can't get over that mental hurdle, and I believe that it's just it's something going around the whole clubhouse, and it's really hard for them to get over that. Um, and it's gonna be something that Coach Williams really can help them help out the team with. Um, and the players just they need to get over that, and because they have talent all around all around the court. I mean, you see it—great defense, great offense all around—and they had the talent is there. What they need is just that. Men- they get they need to get past that mental block. What is one of the couple things that maybe Coach Williams could get out of the season? um i think one of the things you can get out of season is persistence and that everyone's there for each other even though that there is a lot of challenges throughout the season that yes they've lost a lot of close games yes there have been a lot of injuries the team has stayed strong throughout the season they always go out there and play their hearts out they always go and continue to win to go and try win every single game even though the results may not always be the, what they want The effort is there, and they always go out and play their hearts out, and that's something that she can really just value and see going into next season um, is that this team has heart, and they're going to play no matter what happens.
0: Volleyball is back on the road facing the Missouri State Bears today at 6 p.m. and the Southern Illinois Salukis tomorrow at 5 p.m. Both games available on ESPN+. This week at The Scout, we ran a feature story on Bradley guard Duke Dean, and we had a segment that didn't quite fit into the story. Dean talked to me about his short-lived bowling career. Take a listen. I also saw you did bowling, is
4: that correct? I did. In high
3: school?
4: Yeah. (laughs) Bro, I only went to one match. (laughs) I only did one match. I did one match, won a match, I think. Did we win the team match? Ah, I forgot what we placed as a team. We probably placed like second as a team, and then I won like my individual match, and I didn't go back. I don't know why. Uh, Miss Hutchinson was uh, the was the bowling coach, and they didn't think that I bowled for real uh, when I was in high school. So they just told me to come out there. So I went to the bowling alley one day, and they gave me a shirt, and I just bowled. I had, when I was little, we used to do, uh, you know, they, had, they used to have bowling leagues when I was little. So I used to do in the, uh, compete in the league sometimes with my pops. And I had a ball and everything. So I only did one match. I think it was because it was during basketball season. So after I bowled, I'm a two-hand bowler, so after I bowled, my damn bicep was hurting. And then I played a game like the same day. And I was like, nah, I ain't going back. Because my arm was hurting too much. Like I was like, nah, I can't do both. This is crazy. So I only did it one time. And they were fine with it. I mean, they just they ain't forced me to go. And it was in the newspaper and everything, and I didn't even think it was gonna be in the newspaper. I think somebody, I think Miss Hutchinson told me like a week later, and like they did a story on it, and it was cool. So I try to bowl from time to time again. So yeah, I'm a little rusty right now. Darius beat me last year, and I was mad about it. Yeah, he gonna tell you that, but he gonna tell you he won one game, but I won, I won the rest. So I don't know why he do that.
0: Well, that about wraps up the scouting report. Thank you for listening. I've been sports co-editor Rodrigo Perez, joined by sports co-editor Mason Clem and contributors Latif Love and Gabriel Holoka. Join us next week as we'll have even more action to cover straight
2: from the hilltop.